Hey guys, Samuel Tekka here, and I am so excited for this. this is my very first podcast that I'm ever recording, and I'm super pumped about it. Well, today we're going to be speaking about the Vancouver trip and the take-home truth that we received, and uh, really um, today we're going to be speaking about discipleship in community. I think one of the things that I love the most, and the theme, the interwoven theme that connected all the churches together was having discipleship through community or in community that leads people to look more like Jesus. And so stay tuned as you listen to my introduction, low budget introduction. (laughs) Well, as I said, today we're gonna be speaking about uh, discipleship in community or through community and uh, we're going to kind of break this down because I feel like uh, for me, um, I tend to wrestle with the connection or the differentiation on community and discipleship. I think personally that they're not disconnected in any way. I think our interpretation of what community looks like from the Christian worldview, I think has been skewed. I think we sometimes look at community as just people who gather together um, and are in close proximity to dig together. But I think community through the Christian worldview or the Christian lens is discipleship. It's meant for us to get together, to encourage one another, to admonish one another, to sharpen as iron sharpens iron so that we could look more like Jesus. And, and so I, I want to I wanna speak about that because I feel like all the churches that we went to in Vancouver uh, really had uh, just the same theme uh, based off of how I saw it of this, this idea of community and discipleship. And they're actually not disconnected from one another. Uh, But in order to push discipleship through community or discipleship in community, um, I kind of categorized it under under two things here. Uh, In order to push it forward, that is. Uh, Number one is our interpretation and number two is our initiation under these two categories. So the number one category is of our interpretation. Our interpretation to have a correct biblical understanding of what church and discipleship is. That when we have a proper biblical worldview and understanding of what church and discipleship is, uh, I believe we could push and move forward this idea of having healthy, firm, strong communities. Here's the second category is initiation, that it is to push forward those interpretations, the way you interpret, the way you see the Bible and the right biblical view of the Bible through vision casting, through evangelism, and through small groups. Different churches have different names for it. Some people call community groups life groups, but these three things is essentially what I want to talk about, vision casting, evangelism, and small groups, or whatever you want to call it. Both are actually interconnected, the interpretation and the initiation of it. It's like our belief 
and our behavior, they're actually not separate from one another, but they're interwoven together and one can operate without the other. And so we're going to check out the first church that we went to. And the first church is Christian Life Center. I love this church. I think there's many things to love about it. But one of the things that I loved was their method of evangelism to parents, uh, to unbelievers, to young people uh, through their events and different things that they would host. Um, the intentionality to create events such as uh, cooking classes for immigrants. Uh, there's this thing that they call swap meets, uh, Easter extravaganzas. They also had summer barbecues and etc. Um, really just, I, I see it as creating an atmosphere of loving community to start the process of discipleship. Um, you know, I think the Christian Life Center really does this well. Uh, when they started talking about how they started hosting cooking classes for immigrants who have migrated from their country to Canada, uh, they don't know how to cook the cultural foods or uh, the foods that most people are accustomed to here in Canada. And so one of the ways that they reach out to these people is by hosting classes. I find that to be amazing. But guess what? Um, hosting the classes is not the end. It's only the means to start discipleship. And that's one of the things that I saw. And it's it's pretty fantastic to, to see that. Um, the second church that we went to is Living Waters Church. Uh, extraordinary church. I'm going to read a quote from one of the pastors. He says this. He says, there are no silos. It's all family and community. Um, Living Waters is actually a perfect example of what it means to do community with discipleship. Uh, you know, churches tend to get large and buildings expand and relocate because of it. Um, and along the way of expansion, along the way of relocating and making things larger so that a bigger group could come in. Um, community for the individual, I believe, gets lost in large settings. But I think Living Waters Church promotes the idea that if you want to be large, you have to do small well. And one of the things that they focus on is their small groups, or as they call it, life groups. Um, it's where people in the midst of a large community gathering on Sunday uh, can connect and grow in the word of God and discipleship. Uh, and it's an interesting uh, thing uh, because I remember... Um, someone had asked about how do you prevent clicks from happening? And uh, I loved his response because uh, for anyone who knows the struggles of creating a life group or a small group or a community group, whatever you want to call it, um, you know the struggle and the problem of running into clicks forming. Uh, and this, what he responded with was a huge paradigm shift. And I'm just going to read this to you guys, but this is what he said. He says, there is a difference between clicks and open, healthy communities. He says, clicks want to protect and not invite anyone, but open, healthy communities do the opposite. I love that. I absolutely love that because even in me, if I could just be completely honest just for a second, you know, 
being in a clique and seeing someone who is unfamiliar, different than you, thinks different from you, looks different from you, it's so easy for us to get to the place of protecting our group, protecting our community so that no one comes in. But if you want a healthy community, I believe it's allowing people in. It's not protecting the group, but it's bringing people in, whoever they are. And I think it was the reason why the the disciples in the first century were able to grow daily. Acts chapter 2 verse 47 says that they grew daily. Their numbers were added to them daily. And the reason being why is because they didn't think on the mindset of having a click or protecting it, but it was rather inclusive. Um, everyone was invited in. Uh, life groups for living water is really the primary method to start the discipleship process for them. We're going to go to the third church, which is Broadway Church, and their emphasis is really about vision. Well, that's kind of based off of how I interpret it, is vision for them. Um, Broadway Church is probably one of the biggest churches in the Vancouver area, and in light of being one of the biggest churches, uh, I think one begins to actually ask and search um, and, and really question how. How do they get here? And I think for the pastor based off of our meeting with him, vision is super, super important to really move, uh, to really move discipleship, to really move community forward. Um, I think uh, there is actually this quote that he mentioned by Simon Sinek, where it says, start with the why, start with the why. And vision is actually one of the keys to start and even revitalize a church. Um, you know, the pastor said it took him several months to discover and clearly define the why. And in his conclusion, God had revealed the answer to him. And it was crazy. He said that the moment that it happened, it was like he got through back completely. He said that the reason why we're here is because of agape, agape, unconditional love. Uh, Broadway then created a statement uh, that could be a force to move people from being an unbeliever to being someone who's fully engaged in discipleship. And this is, what it, this is what their statement is. Every person is designed to experience and express the purest love possible. I love that. That was the why on people uh, being moved from being an unbeliever to being a fully devoted disciple of Christ. Um, they integrated that and it was super awesome to hear about. All right, um, we're going to go to City Light Church. Uh, Pastor Brett of City Light Church brought in really a different perspective by teaching uh, what discipleship is. And so um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but different the different churches that I brought up in the beginning, um, being Christian Life Center uh, and Living Waters Church, and Broadway Church were the three churches that really pushed forward number one, evangelism, number two, small groups, and number three, the idea of vision. And really these next two churches that I'm about to mention here, really um, they, they land within the category 
of interpretation. What is their interpretation of discipleship? What is their interpretation of church? And based off of the interpretation, initiation begins to happen. So here, um, I'm going to really speak about Pastor Brett and his interpretation of discipleship, because his interpretation really pushed forward his initiation. Um, Really amazing. I love this guy. Um, It's essentially if the church understands discipleship uh, in the biblical way, it will and can lead to healthy communities and mission. Uh, The big thing here that brings people into community is having a proper theological understanding of discipleship. Uh, Sometimes discipleship is seen as a church program, is sometimes seen as an eight to ten week course of biblical theology or even for some a Sunday service. But honestly, all that falls short of what discipleship is. Um, Pastor Brett says that the heart of discipleship is about love. It's about relationship. Uh, He defines discipleship as discipleship is an intentional relational journey of learning to put Jesus in the center of of all of life. Um, It's really his proper theology of discipleship that leads people into the beginning processes of being in community and discipleship. All right. Um, The last person that we're going to check out, really amazing. Um, I'm going to read you this quote. This is what it says. Our Christology should lead to our missiology, then our ecclesiology. Uh, What is the church? Is it a building? Is it an organization? Um, In this last stop in Vancouver, Pastor Karen uh, is the pastor of her neighborhood, a home church. Uh, For some, this may seem completely radical, but for Pastor Karen, it was biblical. Um, Her love for her neighbors and community inspired, I believe, many people to see what the church actually is without the building. Uh, She was and she is the church. Uh, Community discipleship was literally in the comfort of her own home. Um, From hosting community events, inviting people over for dinner and developing relationships with them, uh, Pastor Karen was discipling people in her neighborhood. Um, Her proper Christology led led to her loving her neighbor, her missiology. Uh, which then led her to proper understanding of what church is and how it moves. You know, uh, in light of COVID-19 and the pandemic with church buildings shutting down, we begin to actually think about what the church actually is. Um, is it is it the people or is it the building? And in my understanding of the biblical model and something that I think Pastor Karen believes to is that it is the people of God and community and being disciples of God. Um, So here, you know, these are the principles that push forward community and discipleship. Uh, Lands in those two categories are interpretation of what it means to be the church and what it means to define discipleship. And then our initiation which is through, I believe, vision casting, evangelism, and small groups, which is something that I want to implement in my church, is I want to make sure that I'm casting the vision. The I want to paint the picture of what the future looks like. Uh, we want to push forward for evangelism through our different events. Uh, 
uh, so that the so that the end could be discipleship. So disciples can make disciples in small groups. We want to create a community where people are able to be discipled. Um, and again, um, it's it's all about that. And so, in conclusion, here, um, although it may seem that all the churches have different emphasis on different ideas. I believe that the churches all have interwoven theme of community and discipleship that leads people to look more like Jesus. Thanks, guys, for listening.